If I'm gray and I'm sedated and I have no emotion, no anything, no valve that opens up back and forth from a high and low and light and dark, how deep can I go with somebody else? Can't. And so they don't feel me. I can't feel them. They don't feel a connection with me. They're not going to be influenced by me. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area. And this is how we do it. Your moral frame drives your game. This is important. That's why I look at regulatory score when everybody applies here. It's very important. It tells me if you follow rules or not. The regulatory is very, very low. Guess what? Their low success is not sustainable because they end up believing their own lies. My grandpa used to say all the time, the number one killer of success, when you start believing your own bullshit. Right? It's anything. So you got to make sure you're doing what? Question yourself. So number one, your moral frame drives your game. What do you think that means? Do I live in the world? Yes or no? Because here's the thing. This thing sounds really cool in training right now, but when I send you a lead and you say you call them, do you call them? Right? Do people check that voicemail when you got it? Like that's what's driving it. Everybody here has issues with that. And so that's the key part. It comes down to really your values. I liked the same thing Stephanie talked about. What's your default? If I can do anything here is to help raise that standard and raise that value in regards to how you look at things. Because most of your values are driven by what? I talked about this earlier. Unconsciousness. So if anything I can do is help expose that for you guys. Of like, hey, look, where am I letting myself off the hook? Where am I not following through and doing what I said I was going to do? Where am I not making that dial, whatever it may be, in that aspect? Does that make sense? Because everything else is driven by here, our laws of life. And in business, laws of business success overall in that regard. Because my values, everything I'm doing right now, they're filtering. They're interpreting everything I see. And they're also driving how I'm behaving overall in my life, my business. And so the reason I share it today is so what? We can be aware of that. And do what? Question. Just question it, right? Question belief, question what's going on. Question like, am I really doing this? Not just in business though, this is in where? All four, parts of, all four parts of life, right? My body being balanced business, that's something that's huge right there to look at. And that's one thing that's important in that aspect. And so that's the key part there is everyone kind of experiences it differently, but that collection of values here from your filter, your interpretation, your behaviors are all driven by that internally. And so we can shift that to live by the code, what it is. We talked about with, with, with why we get on you that day about the dials, because we live by the code, make commitment, I want to own that. But if we can ingrain that, what happens next time to you? You hold to it, right? Was it uncomfortable? Yeah. Was it uncomfortable for you? Yeah. Was it uncomfortable for Alex? Yeah. Was I kind of uncomfortable about it? Yeah. Because I wanted to make sure that we do what? We set that new default standard. Because as you do that, the next time that comes around, what do you do? You own it, right? And so that's the key part there that's important for all of us in that aspect overall. Number two is important. Your voice is talking, but you're not listening. Voice is talking, but you're not listening. What do you think that means? Um, yes, why? They're based on feelings. Most people based on feelings. If you're obsessed with results, you're going to do what the voice is telling you to do. And specifically, that can be voice of, of God, voice of you, right? However you look at that. But there's a voice internally that tells you what? 
hey, well, there's a deep voice, if you listen to it, that says, hey, I should probably do this. Probably not right for me just to not do my dials today. Probably going to pay that price. Well, there's two voices of that, right? That's the key part where there's your voice and there's divine voice. You look at it. You can write divine. I guess that's the key way to look at it. I like to look at it right and wrong, too. My, your voice is, you know what? I'm tired today. I worked hard yesterday. I slept late. I mean, I, I didn't get much sleep last night, so I don't really got to make those dials today. I don't really got to do that follow. I don't really need to call that lead today. Whatever it is, which is what? Based on the feelings and the way I operate. Living by a code means what? I honor my word no matter what. Right? Honor my word no matter what. That's the key part to look at. And so I'm constructing all these pieces that come together on the back end, but this is a, a, a framework of how to really operate and do that part. Does that make sense to you guys here? That's the key part you're able to do that because most people tend to do what? They just cover the face up, don't look at it, move on. But the problem with that is you've been doing that for so long, it doesn't even really affect you anymore. And so part of what today can be is a way to wake that up and say, look, I'm tired of doing that, let myself off the hook in certain aspects. People do it all the time in their body. I'm eating good, I'm working out, I'm doing all this stuff, and they just let themselves off the hook over and over and over, but they live in a place of depression, unhappiness, that bleeds into relationship, their connection, all that shit goes different ways. And so that's the key part of looking at is, am I really living up to that part, and which voice am I trusting? Am I trusting the divine voice, or am I trusting the voice of me that based on how I feel? Does that make sense, you guys? Am I losing y'all yet? That's the key part. Number three, this aspect. Do you and let the world do themselves. Do you and let the world do themselves. Example, dude drives by, swerves in the car, whatever it is. If you realize how many people around you are living in everyone else's business, it's a lot of unhappiness. There's a book, one of the best books I ever read. It's called Loving What Is. There's three types of business. There's your business, there's other people's business, and there's God's business. All pain in life tries to, comes from arguing with what is, and usually that's with other people's business. I can't control what so-and-so did, what so-and-so does, and I don't really give a shit what they did. It took me time to get to that place, but all of a sudden, how many friends around you are living other people's business? About what so-and-so did, about what so-and-so said. And the problem most of us is we do what? We worry about what they say about us, too. That's one quote I wrote down that's important, I think, to look at is when you start doing uh, and you start doing big things in life, other people are going to talk about you either way. So the hardest thing for me to deal with is success. No matter what you're doing, they're going to talk about you. And so I might as well do what? Focus on me and get what I want, get what needs to be done. Does that make sense to you guys there? And so that's the key part there is that most people, right, have this setup, I'm going to draw it out, of you here in this box. And what happens is you have other people that are over here, and we're doing what? Looking out at them, worried about what? What they think, what they say, what they do, whatever it is. And then ultimately, we tend to do what? Hold back. We hold back, we diminish ourselves, we make less confident decisions because we're worried about the external. And so part of living by the code is knowing, look, this is right, this is wrong, I made a commitment, I want to be successful, I'm doing this no matter what. And in some cases, that may be cutting some people out of your life if you have to. I've done it, I made it very clear. In the beginning, they'd really kind of wonder what's going on, and all of a sudden, they come really back to your side, or they say, we well, always knew you'd do that. Meanwhile, they were not really helpful at all. Or they'll talk behind your back and they come to you and they don't say a word. 
right? And so the reality is, I don't really give a shit why. Because I'm living by this thing here called the code. I know I did right. I know I do me. I'm able to make sure I get what's done right when I say I will do it. Does that make sense, you guys, here? That's a key part because it's a principle of understanding. This is what holds a lot of people back. The other thing, too, is they find external validation. They live to do what? They approve of others. They live for likes. Live for likes. Watch this a lot of times on Instagram, Facebook. I can tell exactly what it is. Where on the outside, they may be the prettiest person ever, but you can tell on the inside, they're missing the big chunks because they're always seeking for approval. Like with the crazy sexy with the boobs hanging out with some random quote beside it, right? It's not about the quote. What's it about? Getting some likes, right? I got to get some likes. I mean, it's just what it is because there's just see it. As you open this up, you kind of see it. Same thing with dudes do the same stuff. But my point is, you got to make sure I'm doing what? Doing you and let the world do themselves. Especially in business. Why is that? Because business is hard. You got to make sacrifice. You got to do certain things that make a big difference in aspect. Number four, actually, is that walking alone as you. This is kind of a tough one for some people, but walking alone with you. It's better than walking with an entourage being the fake you. Walking alone with you is better than walking along with an entourage being a fake you. This is true. This is a hard one in the beginning. But you kind of find out the reality of a lot of times those relationships aren't really true relationships. They're based on the stories and the perpetuation of stories that you have in that world. And if I just cut to the chase in that part, the more real and raw and open and honest you are, your clients can feel and sense that in you. They can sense when you're bullshit consistently. They don't tell you that, they just distrust some of the things you say and then certainly don't follow you. Does that make sense, you guys? And so that's why a lot of this stuff matters in that regard of that aspect. And so that's the key part here. I woke that down too is that on social media you see a bunch of the, the filter stuff, right? People show that stuff in that regard because that's just what society has been conditioned to do lately. And so the more real and raw you are, in a way, you're going to be able to attract the right people on the out in the real world, if that makes sense. Are you with me on that? Like, how do I have a conversation with my client about the facts and the truth versus having validation? Am I losing you guys in there or no? That's something that's important there as well. And so that's the key part you look at. That's kind of a key part here. So how do we fix that? I'll try to give you guys a summarized version of like a four-hour training in 20 minutes or 30 minutes. Number one is the production aspect of it. Here's a fact. Here's the code. This is the key part here. Number one, be real. What do you think that means? For anybody that hasn't been through this before, what do you think that means? 100% authentic me, no bullshit. Someone's bothering you with your spouse, what do you do? Tell them. Tell them. You don't bottle it up, you don't hold in, you don't be scared to have a conversation. I've learned and I've watched this as I've trained people and been through this in Warriors that most people are scared of conflict. And so, in essence, they don't give themselves permission to tell the truth. And so they hold it up, hold it up, hold it up. And then what happens is they're not in a controlled scenario. Then all of a sudden, their spouse or whoever else says one thing that sets them off, what do they do? That ball opens up and you just nuke them about everything they've ever done wrong for the past two years. And all of a sudden, what happens to your relationship? It gets fucked up, right? Well, then you feel guilt and shame about doing that because you couldn't just tell the truth in the, the first place. I've been there. I did that over and over. And so I finally got to a place where, hey, something bothers me now, I'll just tell it. I have a conversation. Look, I want to be all of me. The most liberating thing was being all of me. And before, I mentioned I would always 
try to be in this box in real estate where I try to produce, produce, produce. I dealt with a lot of pain, a lot of issues. I go home and try to be a super nice guy all the time. And what happens is that's, that was hard to do because I was angry. I had things going on. The more I did that, the angrier I got. And it wasn't until I went through this process of doing this of being all of me. There's a dark side of you and there's a light side of you. The dark side is the one that gets angry, that gets done, that can get in here and knock some shit out when you got all kinds of problems going on. There's light you that just likes to be happy and go lucky, right? Guess which one makes you more money? The dark side. But the problem is we hide the dark person away over and over. I'll try to stuff them in a box, stuff them in a box. And all of a sudden, it will come out the wrong time and just nuke everyone and go wrong. It wasn't until I gave myself permission to be all of me and not really sedate those thoughts and sedate those parts that allowed me to have that freedom. Does that make sense, you guys? And that was a big problem in our previous relationship a long time ago is I try to fit in these boxes. Now, it's never really me at all. And it'll ultimately just create more anger and more anger and more anger and then disconnect. And all of a sudden, I didn't know who the fuck I was because I was trying to meet all these boxes. And so most people, what we could find out, have been living in this world of trying to fit in the box for so long, they don't know who they are. And so the key here is to start doing what? I mentioned it earlier. Start investigating. Start questioning. What are my true feelings like? Write that down. Have some true times. That's why I do the stacks every morning. I do release the rage, right? Have these things where sometimes I'm mad at some of y'all. Let the feelings out, write it out, have it out, and I get clarity in what I want. It allows me to have a clear conversation in that aspect. And so there's a saying here we have. It's called be, do, have. Be, do, have. You guys heard of it? Stands for being, doing, having. Who I'm being dictates what I'm doing and the results I'm having. Who I'm being dictates what I'm doing, the results I'm having. And so I'm going to be somebody else and have more. Guess what I got to do? I got to be more and be another person, be a higher person, a.k.a. a higher default, a.k.a. a higher uh, standard that I stick myself to that gets me to that point. Which means that I do what? I got to do more, new things. Most people are so obsessed with the past and where they've been, they're not able to, to let go of that piece to become something else. And from an ego standpoint, that means, hey, look, what I believe is true before may not necessarily be the true way that life is. Or may not be true for me to get what I want. You guys get me on that or no? That's kind of the whole part there is that I got to make sure I have some type of that truth. That's the key part. And here's the one. You make this really simple for you guys over and over and over. This is where it is. SFL. This changed my whole life. Stop lying about what? You're brand new, I'm sorry about that. Kind of maybe a little different for a lot of people than most trainings are, but this is true. Because you watch people around you, they're living a world of lies. They're justified where they're at in their life. You see this a lot of people, oh, it doesn't matter what age you're at. I see it with parents, I see it with friends. So at my wedding, some people justify where they're at based on stories that aren't true. That they're saying is true in the world that was not true. And so they're being influenced by external forces, generational poverty, the way they look at things, the way they've been taught things are. What if that wasn't necessarily true? I question that. I look at the reality of what? The facts. We talked about the power of living in a world of facts. I don't feel fat today. I just do what? Look on the scale and see where I'm at. And if I am fat, what do I do? Tell myself I am fat and own it and fix that shit. Period. But everyone else wants to do what? Tiptoe around reality 
And tiptoe around what it is. I think David Goggins talks about this a lot too. He calls it doing what? The man in the mirror. And looking at the facts and reality where I'm at so I can do what? Change it. But if you're not willing to look at the facts and own the facts and do it and be real with yourself, you're never going to change anything. What's your speed of response in your leads? How far have you been going over and above with your leads? How deep have you been connecting with your leads? Are you making the f***ing dollars you say you are on your daily wins? Doesn't affect anybody but what? You. And so from today on, look at this as the framework of how do I live my life going forward. If I piss off my spouse, I f***ing tell them. I don't hide it and say nothing for three days until it finally comes out and it's ten times worse now than it would have been if I would have just opened my mouth and told the truth three days ago. It's been the most liberating thing for me in anything. And so you got to do what? Give yourself permission to do so first and live in that place. Is it always going to be easy? No. Because consequences, yeah. But it makes a big, big difference. And the people you have that stay around you, guess what happens? They love that. They're attracted to it in a way. Friends, whatever, I mean, in that aspect. Hey, look, I'm going to tell you the truth either way. It may not be pretty, but it's going to be true. And that's the key part in today's world. Most people aren't like that. It's going to make a big difference for you guys. That makes sense there? That's kind of a key part there overall. All right, number two, get raw. What do that mean? Get raw. Number two, get raw. So the raw part has to do with feelings. But getting raw, you guys write this down, is a behavior. I wrote down here, too, raw is a function of feelings and it's the willingness to take the rawness of life and express the emotions and feelings that are linked with it. This is probably true a lot of men. Tend to do what? Bottled up, bottled up, bottled up, conditioned not to have feelings. There's no flow in the valve. The valve's cut off of any emotions or what it is. I was really difficult in this too. Still hard for me sometimes. There's a whole training session we could do on that, where that came from. But in a way, there's a way that these are bottled up so we don't actually share anything. So everything is gray. There's no color, no black and white. So that has to do what? There has to be a high and low. There's a dark and a light, meaning that I got to be willing to access my dark side and have that in there and be okay with that to be able to have the highest part of me in the light side. This is how I was before Warrior. I was great and miserable. On the outside, everything was great. Lots of money, business successful, all these things. And in reality, guess what? I was miserable because everything inside me was great. I didn't give myself permission to have uh, feelings. I didn't give myself permission to be angry about shit. Even though I was angry, the more I gave myself less permission to get angry, the angrier I get. And so what's my flow of emotion? Am I actually sharing that with somebody? It's okay to get emotional in regards to my relationships, my people, myself. And that comes from what? Looking at the facts of what there is and just understanding that's real, raw, whatever it is. So first part is doing what? Looking at the facts. Number two is being willing to face them. Because here's the thing. Where do you get the most um, effect in sales? Emotion. So if I can experience emotion, how deep can I go in emotion with somebody else? And all this shit I'm teaching goes back to business and influence. If I'm gray and I'm sedated and I have no emotion, no anything, no valve that opens up back and forth from a high and low and light and dark, how deep can I go with somebody else? Can't. And so they don't feel me. I can't feel them. They don't feel a connection with me. They're not going to be influenced by me. More importantly, I can't take them to their darkness where they, they need to go. Of understanding, here's what's going to happen if you don't make a decision by this house. Here's a connection challenge you're having with your, your wife or your husband, whoever we talked about this forward, on how do I cascade affect that into their life. If I'm not able to get raw and have that feeling myself, if I'm balled up all the time, you better believe I'm not going to take my client where they need to go. Why is that? How do we know that? Because you're scared to go there yourself. 
And so you're never going to take a client deeper emotionally than you're willing to go. That's why I see a lot of women are so great at sales because they're able to go there. And they take them there and they live on that part. And that's what drives all decisions overall is the emotional side when you're talking about sales. And number three, number three is stay relevant. That's a focus to give me what I want. How much time are you spending on shit that doesn't even matter? All the shit you say to yourself all day, all the negative self-talk, all the things that you're addicted to, all the things that you're focused on, that's what's taking away from what you want, not necessarily the things on the external. And so if you look at this, this part of the code here is designed you to do what? To just really be aware of and align with your focus. Right? Because we're all driven by this external emotion. If you watch the news for any minutes at all, what was that stat I shared with you guys a while back? Like if you watch over two minutes of news, you're 70% more likely to say you had a bad day? Yeah. Crazy, right? Well, it's not done uh, just because, just for no reason. Right? Positive news doesn't really sell too well. So here's the deal. I like so many people I know that want to be successful, that want to have things in life, and guess what? They spend 60% of energy worried about some they can't, they can't change the outcome on. And so what's the thing here? Can I change the outcome in it? No? Then guess what? I don't focus on it. This is the new code to live by. And so number four, number one, be real. Number two, get raw. Number three, stay relevant. Number four, with a ruthless commitment to big-ass results. Ruthless commitment to big-ass results. I live in a world of results. All your friends around you, everyone you know outside of here, guess what they live in? Feelings. Feelings. Or reasons, emotion. All those are really justifications to do what? Let myself off the hook for having results. And so if I live in this obsession with results, that's what matters. Not how I feel I did. Not how I think my offers are doing. The actual results, 83%. That's what makes the biggest difference there. And the smallest little... Um, Letting myself off the hook grows to more and more and more and more on a larger scale. Same thing with eating. I mentioned before, I thought I was eating pretty good until I started managing my macros in an app that tracks every single calorie. All of a sudden, boom, down 19 pounds in less than two months. Why is that? Because a detailed focus on results. The way I was feeling was isn't the real results. And so that comes down to a ruthless commitment in that aspect in what? All four areas of my life. So, my body. My being, my balance, my business. That's the key part here. Or if I'm able to have this new operating system that I drive everything by, the world I look at now becomes different. 